Welcome to this Peer Voice activity. To access the entire activity, including supporting material, go to www.peervoice.com forward slash AKT. This activity is supported by an educational grant from Advanced Accelerator Applications, a Novartis company. Welcome to this Peer Voice activity on radio ligand therapy for prostate cancer. This activity comprises a series of five streaming episodes with Dr. Elena Castro. At any time during this presentation, you may download supporting materials and share this activity with colleagues. Hi, my name is Elena Castro. I'm a medical oncologist at Hospital Universitario 12 de Octubre in Madrid, Spain. Thank you for joining me in these uh, five episodes in which we will explore some of the questions and the potential answers to the role of a PSMA targeting radioligand for the treatment of patients with metastatic castration-resistant prostate cancer. In this space of MCURPC, in the last years, we have seen a lot of advances and we now have available multiple treatment options, but MCRPC remains lethal and improved overall survival and quality of life remains a major and met need for these patients. Novel therapies targeting a prostate-specific membrane antigen or a PSMA, such as lutetium PSMA, are emerging as very promising options for achieving prolonged survival in these patients. Let's begin by um, reviewing the latest evidence. I believe you are all familiar with the uh, vision study. This was uh, the first randomized phase three trial with lutetium PSMA. And in this study, over 100 patients with MCRPC whose disease had already progressed to uh, one or two lines of taxane-based chemotherapy and at least one androgen receptor signaling inhibitor were randomized to receive a standard of care alone or in combination with uh, lutetium. And what we learned from this study was that the addition of lutetium in these patients resulted in improved RPFS and reduced risk of death by uh, 38%. Toxicity was um, slightly higher for patients that receive treatment with lutetium in addition to a standard of care, but quality of life was not uh, um, affected. And indeed, at ASCO, um, these years, we uh, learned that treatment with lutetium resulted in prolonged time to uh, quality of life deterioration or pain worsening. At ESMO 2023, a second phase three trial uh, with lutetium was uh, presented, the PSMA4 study. And this study included MCRPC patients whose disease had already progressed to a prior uh, androgen receptor signaling inhibitor. And patients included were randomized to receive um, a second hormonal agent alone 
or in combination with uh, lutetium, six cycles of uh, lutetium PSMA. The uh, PSMA4 study was uh, positive as it met its uh, primary objective. Treatment with lutetium resulted in improved um, radiographic progression-free survival. It was 12 months in the experimental arm compared to 5.5 months in the uh, control arm. Lutetium also improved objective response rate, 50% versus 15%, and uh, PSA response rate, 60% versus 20, uh, 20%. The uh, overall survival data is uh, still immature, and what we also saw was that the treatment with lutetium resulted in improved um, uh, or more prolonged um, time to quality of life deterioration and pain worsening in line with, with the vision trial. So I believe that now we have strong evidence supporting the role of uh, radioligand therapies such as lutetium PSMA for patients with uh, MCRPC. And we know that these therapies may prolong survival in patients with PSMA-positive disease. The majority of side effects involve the kidney function or cytopenia, but overall the therapy is quite well tolerated. And we are still trying to understand who are the patients that will benefit the most from this treatment and if you um, stay with me, we will discuss this in the next episode. So welcome to this second episode and a question that remains regarding the use of radioligands and lutetium PSMA for patients with metastatic estrogen-resistant prostate cancer is who are the patients most likely to benefit from uh, this therapy? And uh, what we know is that indeed the uh, PSMA expression is uh, very relevant to identify those patients um, more likely to, to benefit from this treatment. In the phase two uh, therapy trial, uh, patients uh, who had already uh, received treatment with docetaxel were randomized to receive treatment with uh, cabocitaxel or a lutetium PSMA. Um, to be eligible for the study, patients had to undergo both a PSMA PET and an FDG PET. And patients with, uh, were eligible if they had uh, PSMA positive lesions and no PSMA negative lesions, regardless of whether the FDGA PET was positive or negative. And what we learned from this study was that treatment with uh, lutetium resulted in more PSA uh, responses and more prolonged time to disease progression. Another thing that we learned from the therapy trial was that PSMA expression is a predictive uh, biomarker of response to, to lutetium. In this study, those patients with an SUB of 10 or higher were more likely to uh, respond and benefit from lutetium than those with a uh, lower uh, SUB. 
and SUB level PSMA expression didn't really affect the response to cabacitaxel. Importantly, the uh, volume of disease was a clear prognostic uh, marker for treatment with both cabacitaxel and uh, lutetium, those patients with uh, more um, metastasis where have um, worse prognosis with uh, either therapy. So analysis of data from uh, retrospective series have also um, suggested other, um, other uh, factors that are relevant in selecting uh, those patients more likely to benefit from treatment. Um, PSMA expression has also been confirmed in this series, but it also seems that bone disease is less, less likely to be um, controlled with a lutetium uh, PSMA. And the response of liver lesions also seems to be um, um, a bit inadequate, um, or they, these lesions do not respond as well to, to lutetium PSMA. It is not very clear whether prior therapy with um, uh, taxanes or with androgen receptor signaling inhibitors is or not associated with outcomes when um, patients are treated with lutetium because the majority of patients included in this retrospective series have already received um, these therapies as well. At ASCO this year, um, um, Dr. Herman presented the analysis of some predictive and prognostic uh, factors identified in the context of the vision trial. And this included uh, factors that are already known to be associated with prognosis in advanced prostate cancer, regardless of the type, type of treatment patients receive. And this include um, uh, time to gastration resistance, it includes hemoglobin levels, alkaline phosphatase levels, LDH, needs of uh, opioids, etc., etc. But there are also other variables associated to outcomes after treatment with uh, lutetium. And um, the investigators are working in the development of a nomogram that help us uh, identify those patients uh, more likely to benefit from um, this type of treatments. So uh, what does it mean for uh, our clinical practice us today? We need to recognize that there are um, many things we don't know yet, but the patients more likely to benefit from um, lutetium PSMA are those with high PSMA expression. And um, we need to continue um, investigating um, who are those patients more likely to benefit and where is the right uh, place for um, lutetium PSMA in the sequence of treatments that we uh, offer to our patients. So stay with me for the next episode and we will discuss this. What is the more appropriate place for um, lutetium PSMA? 
Hello, everyone. Welcome to the third part of this activity. And another question around the role of lutetium PSMA is where do we place it in the treatment algorithm? When is the best time to consider uh, lutetium PSMA in relation with uh, other therapies that uh, we have available? And the current indications for um, lutetium PSMA is after prior exposure to at least one androgen receptor signal inhibitor and at least one line of chemotherapy. We, we have recently learned the results of the BSMA4 study in which we have seen that for patients uh, whose disease have already progressed to one line of um, uh, androgen receptor signaling inhibitor, treatment with nutrition improves time to radiographic uh, progression. But um, what we perhaps are uh, lacking is a comparison with chemotherapy, which could be another uh, treatment option after progression to, to an androgen receptor signaling inhibitor. Um, there are several trials currently ongoing um, in teaching PSMA, and some of them also involve comparison with um, docetaxel. But the only data that we currently have available is the comparison with cavacitaxel for patients whose disease have already progressed to our hormonal agent and docetaxel as well. So in these patients, the therapy trial indicates that treatment with tissue is associated with a greater PSA response rate compared to um, cavacitaxel, and it's also associated with improved time to radiographic um, uh, progression. No difference in overall survival between lutetium um, and cavacitaxel was seen in the therapy study. However, perhaps the study was not uh, power to, to um, analyze uh, overall survival at this was a phase to try on. There are many things we still don't know around um, the use of lutetium. We don't know how it compares in, in with endocetaxel in second-line treatment after progression to a hormonal agent. We don't really know how prior use of chemotherapy can affect the response of lutetium or whether lutetium could have an impact on the later use of um, chemotherapy. Um, it seems also that patients with liver metastasis in particular may not respond as well as other um, sites to lutetium uh, or BSMN. This may be related with the um, expression of BSMN. Uh, so we still don't know how um, other therapies that we have available for MCRPC or even MHSPC may affect the response to lutetium, the efficacy of lutetium uh, PSMA, and whether the combination of the radioligand with other agents could result in, in a synergy. This is being explored in multiple clinical trials uh, currently ongoing. And if you stay with me, we can uh, discuss this in the next episode.
Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fourth episode of this uh, activity. Lutetium PSMA is being investigated in combination with uh, docetaxel, in combination with androgen receptor signaling inhibitors, with checkpoint inhibitors, and with PARP uh, inhibitors, and with many other agents. But I would like to draw your attention to two trials that have been recently presented at ASCO and ESMO. And the first of these studies is the ENSA-P study, in which patients with uh, MCRPC um, were um, with uh, P PSMA-positive lesions were included if at least one of these lesions had an SUB greater than 15 and all the other lesions had an SUB greater than 10 because as we discussed in the prior episode, uh, PSMA expression is very um, relevant for the efficacy of this therapy. Patients also uh, had, uh, um, um, patients started on an ensalutamide and received two cycles of um of uh, lutetium PSMA, and after these two cycles, they uh, underwent a second uh, PSMA PET. If uh, there were still positive lesions, then they received other two cycles of um, uh, lutetium PSMA, and in the case of no positive lesions, then the uh, lutetium uh, PSMA treatment was stopped. So this adaptive um, strategy could also uh, be very um, interesting for the management of side effects and also for the opportunity of uh, giving patients um, further treatment with lutetium when they really need it. So um, this is an early phase trial and we only uh, know very preliminary um, data but uh, what has been presented is that this strategy um, resulted in improved time to PSMA progression and radiographic uh, um, progression and with a very good uh, tolerance because the proportion of patients that presented with grade 3 um, toxicity um, was um, really small. The most frequent side effect was anemia with the addition of uh, lutetium to ensalutamide and um, fatigue and other side effects were quite similar in, in the two arms of the, of the study. The second trial that I would like to comment on is the LUPAR trial presented by Dr. Sandu at ASCO 2023. This is a phase one trial that is exploring the rationale of damaging DNA uh, by administering lutetium and then preventing the, the repair of this damage by um, treating patients with um, Olaparib. Um, again, is an early phase trial and we, we only know very early data and um, the uh, study combination seems to be safe 
and well tolerated by patients with only a couple of patients presenting with grave toxicity that again consisted mostly in uh, hematological toxicity. And um, the um, already presented data suggests that this combination results in improved PSA and objective response rates compared to the use of either therapy um, alone. We need to remember that in this study, the current data is for patients unselected for HRR alterations. So these studies give us a glimpse of the uh, potential for combination regimes and other studies will explore combinations with um, checkpoint inhibitors and, and chemotherapy. Um, this will be very important to see if there is any overlapping uh, toxicities. And in our next episode and final one, we will explore and examine unmet needs in the uh, MCRPC and the future directions with uh, radioligands. Hello everyone and welcome to the last chapter of this uh, activity and while we are trying to define who are the patients that benefit the most from lutetium, PSMA and where will it be best placed in the therapeutical algorithm for MCRPC, we are also exploring other radioligands for uh, the treatment of, of, of these patients. So several radioligands with variations either in the radionuclide or in the PSMA uh, binding molecule are uh, under investigation in several trials. And these uh, new radioligands could uh, either result in improved efficacy or in less uh, toxicity. So uh, one of these new uh, molecules is being explored in the SPLASH uh, study. In this study, lutetium is, um, is combined with uh, a mo another molecule, the PNT2002, uh, and, uh, and it seems that it could be at least as effective as a lutetium um, bind to um, a, BSMA 617. And in this study, in this PLAS study, patients are first being enrolled in a court to assess the efficacy and safety of this new radioligand. And then in an expansion court, patients will be randomized to receive um, this uh, radioligand or a second uh, hormonal agent. And the um, primary objective of the study will be radiographic progression-free survival um, and objective response rate and overall survival. But we also have studies, as I mentioned earlier, with uh, different um, radioligands, and that is the case of actinium. Um, unlike lutetium, which is a beta-emitter, actinium is an alpha emitter and, and it has displayed clinical activity in patients with PSMA positive um, MCRPC whose disease has already progressed 
to treatment with uh, lutetium. In this um, very heavily pre-treated population in this study, the median number of prior therapies was six. Actinium lead to PSA uh, decline in uh, 65% of patients. So um, the frequency of a PSA response and the duration of response uh, measure as time to PSA progression and clinical progression and uh, overall survival were uh, lower than in previous reports for actinium than in less advanced and predated NCRPC, uh, which is somehow expected. So um, we will need to see the um, studies with this actinium in, in earlier stages. So, and there are multiple other um, therapies that are explored, are targeting the uh, PSMA with different molecules, not necessarily radioligands, but PSMA is indeed a very promising uh, target currently explore in multiple combinations. So just to summarize what um, we've been discussing in, in all these episodes, uh, PSMA is indeed a very relevant target, very promising for patients with MCRPC and the use of radioligands, particularly lutetium to, to target it uh, has demonstrated to improve the clinical outcomes of patients with advanced prostate cancer. We are still um, learning where to place this therapy in the algorithm or between the multiple options that we currently have for uh, MCRPC. There are multiple trials currently exploring multiple combinations with lutetium PSMA, and I believe in the months to come, we will slowly learn in whether, um, where to better place a, a lutetium PSMA for the management of these patients. We are also learning who are those patients that benefit the most from this therapy beyond of a high PSMA expression. Lutetium PSMA is perhaps the first radioligand available for the treatment of um, uh, MCRPC, but um, there are many more uh, to come. So stay tuned. This has been an activity published by Peer Voice.